rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? All right. Hi, everybody. It's We're back. Sorry I'm late. I started to get the show on the air, and I had to update the camera. Hopefully it looks okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, and other things. I had to sign in to restream. It's always something. They sign you out, I guess, when they do updates. I, whatever. We meet here every Friday evening at our YouTube channel at tarabuster.com slash C for channel slash tarabuster. This is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, how is the mic, everybody? How's it sounding? Hi, Jim. I see Jim in the chat. Thank you for your super chat, Jim. Hopefully everything is working. I get a little bit nervous. I don't see anything. Oh, yeah, it's working. Because um, when it does updates, I get nervous. You know that, right? You guys will tell me if you can hear me or not. So, all right, yeah. Um, let me think. Yes, if you can, thank you, Pookies, Mommy, on the chat for your feedback. Sounds good. All right. We, um, if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We are losing patrons. I'm not sure why. If, if, if hopefully everything's okay in people's lives. But it does get, uh, I don't know, it gets me a little down, I guess, when that happens. But, all right. If you can support the show, there's many ways. If you want to keep the show going, we'll, I'll be here in as long as I can. So um, it is a community effort. So, okay, um, what else? If you can give the show a good review, all that. that. That helps keep us going and growing and tell people to come join us on Friday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the vicinity of 8.30 p.m., obviously, I'm a little late tonight. I've been late a lot. It's tough getting everything on the air because I have to, like, get all the video. Um, it's a one-man band here. So, all right, let's stop whining and uh, complaining because we sound like republic. Well, I'll sound like a Republican then. And also, if you can support uh, APS Radio News, uh, that's a sponsor of the show, uh, Charlie, who is also very kind enough to, he also, you know, he cares about little Boudica, our latest rescue kitten, and others. He cares about all the kittens and cats of the world. But Boudica, where is she? I hear her. She's our, she's the resident show grip. I hear her. She's doing something with wires. I can't. She, it's a, it's really an appropriate name for her. The, you know, we have the producer, we have the grip, because she, she loves wires. All right, um, let's get started. This, we, we, we have the tyranny of the clock on Friday evenings. Um, so last night, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was thinking about the show, what I inflicted on you guys, because we went down memory lane a little bit watching the 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 ex showing the examples of the trump assholes uh, what else are they i was gonna say cabinet 
support, not supporters, the you know his inner circle, um, on their various reality TV shows. And it's not just well, I guess it happened before Trump because that was. We also played clips of Sarah Palin. She, she was kind of the ground zero or the patient zero or what? What's what's the word when you're the? I guess she's the vector virus. Um, who infested and infected the Republican Party beyond redemption because they are an irredeemable cult at this point. There's nothing, you know, again, oh, God, I have to tell you, one of my pet peeves in life is Nancy Pelosi pining for the Republicans to take back their party Yet, uh, there she goes again. I, I saw her on another show talking about how the, that, you know, once again, the Republicans need to take back their party because America needs a strong Republican party that's done so much good for the country. And I beg to differ. I friggin' beg to differ. Why do we need them? We need, so because, oh, we have a two-party system. We don't need them. We can easily function without them. If the Republican Party went away and we had the, it was just the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party would break into factions of conservative, more of the corporate, the more Republican-leaning and 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 like that, it wouldn't be. Um, they wouldn't have to work in lockstep to pass bills. It would probably be a more. Uh, I don't know. I think the government would probably function better. So, as the founders warned us against splitting into factions, why do we need this cancer, this irredeemable cult that has no interest in democracy? as their behavior is evident because they do nothing but lie. They are insincere. They continue to lie. As we know, yet again, that's what they do. Uh, that's their answer. They're trying to try Trump's case. Uh, uh, we have many cases. I mean, which case, right? He's, he's been indicted three times, and it will, he'll, he'll be indicted a fourth soon. When the uh, his attempts to overturn the election in Georgia to find the eleven thousand votes that he didn't receive legitimately, when that case, that state case, comes to uh, to fruition, and it will, so it's just continual continuous lies. That's and they're all they're fanning out on social media and on the corporate media. To, and on, of course, their own cancer, their own uh, cancer media, to, to try the case in the court of public opinion. But um, hello, what public opinion? They're, try, they're, they're doing it again. They're activating their dupes because the normal people aren't listening to these idiots. So they really are, they're speaking to their own choir of, of useless idiots. And... I today one of the things I was doing I was watching the January sixth. Um, I, I watched a few um, 
shows about uh, international shows about January sixth. Uh, I want. I was interested to see how the rest of the world f- saw what went on on January sixth, and yeah, it's really depressing. It's really upsetting, uh, and in the international media in they in the in other countries like oh, well i didn't see what happens and what was going on in russia i'm sure that would be interesting really i should look that up but um in the other democratic societies they they there was none of this both sides isms there was none of this giving them the benefit of the doubt they there were no questions whether he believed the election was stolen or not uh it, they presented trump as uniformly across the different uh, media outlets in other democratic nations they the frame was that trump lost the election he uh stoked violence he continued to lie and uh, this is a very uh, um, dangerous time in america and it's also uh, it's terrifying for other countries to watch us fall to this and one of the uh, where was it? it was four corners that's it's australian um they were saying that the United States is on the brink of another civil war. So, ah, what can you do? This is uh, why we have to fight these fascists unapologetically. But, see, I I feel actually, and we were talking about this last night, that it, um, other, and the other thing Nancy Pelosi said when, I, when she was pining for the Republicans to take back their party again today was that they, um, it's a very somber day that we shouldn't celebrate Trump's indictment and that we should be very prayerful. You know, she likes to say things like that, that uh, and how she is disappointed that the Republicans aren't prayerful about this indictment, the latest indictment, and uh, how, uh, you know, we should, we shouldn't take any pleasure in Trump's indictment. Baloney. We should be happy that we're a nation of laws. And they apply to everyone, including a con man. Especially a con man, right? Especially a con man who received fewer votes numerous times and well here's here here is a uh an article and you might have seen this but i found this entertaining that trump is irked that the judge in that indicted his ass uh, that arraigned his his traitorous ass wasn't deferential enough to the filthy parasite. Hold on. I need to take a drink. So this is from the Independent of the UK, and coincidentally, talking about international press. Uh, Donald Trump is said to have been left in a foul mood after his arraignment in Washington, D.C. on Thursday, but not for the reason many might think. The former president was irked 
that U.S. District Court Judge Maxilla up up a da, oh God oh uh-huh. Upadahaya Upadahaya how do you pronounce that I have to I should have done this earlier Google pronunciation well the judge I should just say judge pronounce Upawa yeah. Let's see. Come on. Upa. Upa Di. Okay, that doesn't sound too bad. Upa Di. Judge, District Judge Maxilla Upa Di referred to him as Mr. Trump and not Mr. President, as he was formally hit with four charges over his attempts to overturn the 2020 presidential election, according to CNN. I found that delightful. Um, but the, cause one of the things that really gets on my nerves in general, and I think it, and I always thought it was dangerous was this, uh, this deferential, well, the honorific, um, monikers that we allow, that we continue to call people. I remember a friend of mine from England, uh, this was many, many years ago saying, uh, we were watching something on TV. And he said, why are they calling him president? It was after the, the specific, I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was, But it was after, I think it was Clinton. They were saying, Pre- Mr. President, you know, they were interviewing him. And he said, why are they calling him the president, President Clinton or Mr. President? He's not the president. And I was like, yeah, they just do it. It's a, it's kind of just a respect Thing. They do it as it's you know. There's nothing in the law that says you get to keep your title, uh, right? You don't get to be called the thing you aren't when you're not that thing anymore. When you're doing a job, and this is why it's really um, not it's not conducive to a functioning democracy to allow people to go away with their titles. We're not a monarchy. You don't get to become the duke or the baron or the whatever. Or we don't, uh, you're not um, the, uh, your royal highness, and you get to keep your title. And you notice, uh, and we've talked about it before on the show, how all over the world, when authoritarian dictators are, are usurping democracy, they're not calling themselves dictators or kings. They're calling themselves president, Putin. Calls himself President Xi. President Xi? President Xi? He's president for life. If you if you take power and then you transform, you use that power to rewrite the Constitution and then write yourself into a permanent position of power, you're not the president anymore. You're a dictator. You're a king. Yeah, and where you, especially in Russia, he gets to he he gets to show or prove or uh, bestow, or not prove, you know, pro, bestow um, cushy jobs on people. He gets to say, "This is Putin." You know, he gets to say who is a who's an uh, an oligarch who gets to make money in the market, who doesn't. So, this is it's. Uh, it's not 
I mean, it's dangerous to allow people to just walk away with a title when they're not. I mean, fuck you, Mr. President. Right. Because this is why Trump is upset. He didn't get his. He's not getting his title. Well, you're not the president. You, you goddamn parasite. You're not a president. This is a job. And all the more reason not to allow or not to follow this tradition of um, of uh, uh, calling people president or calling people, you know, Mr. Secretary. That's why I mean, even Bill Barr, he's being interviewed all over the place. They're calling him Mr. Attorney General. He's not the attorney general. It's your job. They. It, what is wrong with introducing him as the former attorney general? Come back down to earth, scums, scummies, right? Come back down to earth. You, you're, you're, you're doing a job that you were trusted with by the will of the people. You don't get to walk away with your title, uh, forever and ever, amen. Get another job. And it's uh, about demystifying these roles, uh, in my opinion. I think it's dangerous to allow this to, to go on. Why? Why? Right, exactly, Jim on the chat said, this is, you put it exactly, you took the words right out of my mouth here. Why use an honorific for someone without honor? That's the other thing. He didn't earn it. He doesn't earn the honorific. If anyone doesn't deserve to be called Mr. President, it's him. He didn't deserve it when he was in the goddamn office. He's a dirtbag. And I'm saying, and I say that with, uh, you know, no offense to dirt bags, to actual dirt bags who have utilitarian purpose. You need a dirt bag. Dirt bags have use. Because where are you going to put your dirt? You need to put your dirt somewhere. So to call Trump a dirt bag is to give him a promotion, is to honor him with a utilitarian purpose when he's got no purpose. Absolutely. So to call, he was all irked. Good. Stop call. I mean, I understand if somebody has honor, you call them. That's if you're calling President Obama, they they call him Mr. President. You know, President Obama. What is wrong with just calling him former president? They do it to Hillary Clinton, Miss Madam Secretary, right? I always it always got under my skin because because you know even though. To me, it was just kind of, it just grated on me because of kind of um, the thinking about the danger inherent in, in that kind of behavior where we're giving people titles for life. Um, but, you know, there was really no need to call... Um, yeah, they do call her Secretary Clinton. Well, not the Republicans. Yes, they do. They do. Haiku on the chat. They call her Madam Secretary. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. We'll be right back. Unapologetic liberal talk. Hey. 
Hey, hey, hey. All right, we're back. Yes, so where was I? Where is this article? I lost it. I lost it in it. Oh, damn it. I have so many. This sucks. This is why I need a producer that isn't a cat. So many articles. So many websites open. So many buttons. Where's my cats anyway? Where is Booty? She's she's really spreading her wings lately, I have to say. Good for her. She's a teenager now, really. How old are they when they're three when they're f almost four months? Are they teenagers yet? I guess so, right? So, okay, yes, he, uh, a source told the network on Thursday, CNN, the network, that the former effing pres so-called president, despite receiving fewer votes, subsequently left the court appearance sour and dejected as a result because he is hollow and has no identity other than the... I mean, he, he's nothing but, um, you know, he's a narcissist. He needs that narcissistic supply. So he needs the uh, constant validation from idiots who praise and worship him despite him not having, not being uh, worthy of anything. He's not worthy of no of consideration. He's not worthy, worthy to, uh, one of the best um, clips from his first indictment was the cop not holding the door for him. That was beautiful. So he was sour and dejected because he wasn't getting the proper narcissistic supply. That's it. I'm learning tonight that Trump left here sour and, de and dejected, said CNN host Caitlin Collins. He was, quote, pissed off, according to someone who spoke to him. Aw, poor baby. Well, wait till they start calling him prisoner 5379215. That's going to be great. We'll see how sour and dejected he is then. And the other thing, here's, I mean, you know, it's uh, Donald Trump's world. We all just live in it, I suppose. Um, he's threatening people. You know, the judge said to him that he couldn't, that he should not, or warned him against trying to influence the jury. But Trump is uh, tweeting, whatever that he does. What do you do on Truth Social? What do they call that? You truth? <laughs> Please. Um, he, I would, I'll call that he, uh, he dumped on Truth Social where, what did he say? Um, if you come after me, I'll come after you. Let me see. And if that's not a threat, I don't know what is. If that's not a violation. Well, this is what Trump does, though. I guess you can't really say. It's plausible deniability. If you come after me, I'll, well, who are you talking about specifically? I'll come after you. Um, and that's what Republic... I mean, this is the whole thing about what gets on my nerves in general. Uh, what's, where's the follow-up? I guess we couldn't... Uh, somebody will have to ask him. Of course, there'll be no follow-up 
from uh, Trump himself, from the con man himself, but it's this uh, expectation for everybody to read into it what you want to read into it. And we're supposed to not believe our lying eyes that he's he's literally threatening. He's threatening the jury. He's threatening anyone who dare hold him accountable. He's threatening, you know, the future jury, whoever gets to sit on. I wish I, w- I wish they would pick me. Of course, they would never. But yeah, would I be able to be fair to to the con man? Of course, I would. I would. I would take his... I mean, this is not Trump derangement syndrome. It's having eyes and ears and a, and a mind. It's not being a moron. It's seeing him and judging him by his actions. That This is not, oh, you have Trump derangement syndrome. Well, stop being a traitor, Trump. Stop being a, a, a parasite on the pimple on the ass of the body politic. Stop being the worst thing that ever happened to this country. Try to muster some redeeming qualities. And I won't, I, I won't be talking about you. you know, I'm not, uh, this is not about being deranged. It's about being a patriot who loves America or p- believes in the promise of America and wants to see that the promises be fulfilled for all, not just one filthy con man who received fewer votes. Jesus Christ. So, uh, if anything, they, they're pretty damn deranged, these right-wingers, for being so, so uh, devoid of morals and integrity and patriotism. To be so, I mean, so easily bought and paid for by this filthy, filthy, sad excuse of a human being. You see? To poison the public discourse, to poison the minds of people that are already poisoned in the mind. You know, you have a duty. If you want to have, if you're in a position of leadership and you want to have a functioning society, show some some leadership. You have a duty, I think, to not, not trigger people, not lie to people, especially people who are easily led, who are easily stoked to violence and easily... I don't know, triggered for uh, to and susceptible to misinformation. You have a duty not to upset people like that. I mean, this is that's what a patriot would do. That's what a human would do. You know, I want to live in a functioning society where the community treats each other with respect. So stop, uh, uh, you know, making these people. Uh, Go, go manic. These nut jobs who are obviously not playing with the full deck. For example, here's, uh, here's uh, the good liars interviewing just, you know, some of these Trump Jesus, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Wait. Let's say you 
are Donald Trump. And you know that they're after you. You're going to keep the papers in the bathroom? So what are you saying about the, pho the photograph? So what about the photograph? That's a stage. It's stupid <laughs> for a person that knows that it's being, you know, investigated. It's being yeah, watched. Yeah, it is. I agree with you. It's stupid. It, it, you know, it's stupid. Stupid. Why the bathroom? So you, uh, you, can, you can see that they're all lies. Well, there, it, I, it's stupid. I agree that it's stupid. I'm just not sure it's a lie. But do you see the, the, um, the logic there? It has to be a lie. She's saying, and the per for those who are listening audio only, this is a person who is wearing the regular Trump cult accoutrements of the red, white, and blue everything and pins and buttons and flags and Trump everything, stars, all kinds of, you know, fashion abortion. The, that in itself is going to go down in history as being a dumbass. You know, you might as well just wear, wear a pin that says you're a dumbass, but it is, I mean... That, that you know, these people thought like this is a good way to go out of the house. That in itself is the mark of um, of a kook. And here's another one. Where is it? Here we go. Here's another one of the good liars. Wait a minute. Clicking the wrong button here. When I saw Trump, I mean, come on, the guy's a genius. Yeah. You know media goes around telling him telling us that he's stupid right he's an idiot <laughs> right guy's a genius um, i mean look what he did with his uh you know his his uh construction companies and stuff you know well hmm. he did go bankrupt a couple times he did he did i cut it off there by accident yeah he did they're stupid everybody's telling us he's stupid but he's a genius because look at all of his businesses well, we did, and he received a trust fund from his daddy, and because he knows what a fraud he is, he came up with this origin story that he got a million-dollar loan from his daddy. No, he didn't get a million-dollar loan. He got, uh, I think it was $250,000, but not just once, but five times because his daddy bailed him out again and again and again and um, whenever he bankrupted everything he touched yeah it's just they uh, but they believe that he's a genius because he came up with scams to take people's money from people I mean all these bankrupt scams that I mean who goes bankrupt with a casino right that's like going bankrupt selling crack. It just doesn't happen. You know, that's kind of like build a better mousetrap situation and the mice will beat a path to your door. You don't really have to do much marketing when you're with a crack uh, business, right? Not that I know, but I've never heard of any crack dealer going bankrupt I, they go to jail but 
It's incredible. Wait, hold on. Oh, but we know. I know. We know that it they're morons. And it's really uh it's sad having to share the same air with these people. But, you know, that more all the more reason you don't you don't lie to people like that. You don't you know, make a mockery of them, but that's what they do. They you see they hate these people they hate them more oh shit i hit the wrong button fuck this hope that my uh you know i have to tell you it's really annoying the mac keyboard has this lock button uh, right here right where you hit you i don't know who designed this it's so ridiculous it is because i hit it about 15 times a day and it locks my screen and it's kind of dumb that to have a a screen that automatically shuts your computer down. Not it doesn't shut it down; it locks it, and you have to re-enter your password. So that's kind of yeah, it's kind of something Trump would do as far as uh, design, right? Designing a um, a keyboard that is doesn't make any sense. A piece of it doesn't make any sense. All right. Whatever. Um, hold on a second. How's everybody doing in the chat room? I see the chat room is hopping and popping. Right? Hmm. What is going on? Yes. Yes. Right. Winston? Right. He's talking. I mean, he said, Winston says the least the GOP could have done is have someone design smart uniforms. These people need Hugo Boss. And for those who don't know, Hugo Boss is the designer that designed the Nazi uniforms. And that's one of the things they people say about the Nazis that they um, very snappy dressers, at least. And yeah, that's why. They, they had uh, a, they had a very good designer. Uh, well, here's here's how d how dumb Republicans are. My plan for the economy can be summed up in three very beautiful words. You know what they are? Jobs, jobs, jobs. Trump is the only modern president to leave office with fewer jobs than when he took office. But let's make him the so-called president again. And here's another thing. I, um, I'm sure you've seen this clip before, but this kind of sums up the uh, discourse in general uh, with the Republicans. And, uh, well, let's just play it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. You know, it's just absolute bullshit because it's all about filling in the blanks. There's no specifics. I'd like to know um, how you can help us in Iowa save our farmland from the CO2 Well, you know we're working on that, and you know we had a plan to totally... Uh, it's such a ridiculous situation, isn't it? What situation? But we had a plan, Explain and we would have it. instituted that plan, and it was all ready. But uh, we will get it back. If we win, that's going to be taken care of. That will be one of the easy things we... Are you kidding me? If we, if we win, that's going to be taken care of. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Of course, there's no pushback. 
What do you mean? Oh, isn't that such a ridiculous situation? What situation? Explain it. Give it to us, you know, like we're five-year-olds. Explain the situation. Oh, we're working on that. And we almost had it done until they stole the election from us. And if we get back in, that's like the first thing we're going to do. Well, I just give her this all-purpose, one-size-fits-all response. Um, add, just add the Ohio CO2 or whatever, CO2 pipeline. And, I, I mean, the lady who asked that question, then they start cheering. Don't you have any dignity, lady? Aren't you embarrassed for yourself? Because if I asked the question to a representative or somebody who wanted my vote, and that's the, uh, I had a specific question, and that's how they responded. And I, I wouldn't stand there and cheer like a friggin' monkey with us with symbols, like an idiot. But they cheer, right? If he shot somebody on Fifth Avenue, right? Mark C on the chat, and welcome to the chat, Mark C. Nice to see you. Uh, Mark C says, "Yeah, we'll handle it strongly." Right? I'm sure. Why did he, why did he forget to say that? Strongly, powerfully, like nobody's ever seen. It's unreal. It's unreal. We're, the times we live in. But you see, Trump is is Trump. That's him. Why does he have so many dupes willing to follow him? That's the other thing. Like the woman who clearly had an issue... And that's her something that is dear to her heart. She wants to know the specifics, and he gives her this this ubiquitous nothing answer that doesn't mean anything, and feigns outrage. Oh, it's a ridiculous thing that they did. It's such an easy deal. We could have made a deal so quickly, so easily, like no one's ever seen. And they all cheer. See, that's why the Republican Party hates their followers and hates their voters. They fear them, yes, but they hate them. They, they, they expect them. They count on the stupidity of their voters. And you can't, you can't love somebody or respect somebody if... That's how you feel about them? You you know how stupid they are. They play off their stupidity. So that's not a, a system of mutual respect. They hate their followers. That's why they can they can do nothing for them. And and I mean, but it's actually excuse me, worse than nothing. Because that's really the truth. I, if, if the Republicans did nothing, it would be an improvement. They do worse than nothing. They bring no, less than nothing to the table. And I'm talking they bring uh, evilness. They bring, uh, you know, ignorance. They make everything worse. So bringing nothing to the table would actually be better. And, yeah, let me see here. I asked this. 
I was looking something up earlier. Give me a list of fake promises. This is from the AI uh, bot or whatever you call them. Perplexity, which I find is better than chat GTP because chat GDP, it doesn't give me answers when I ask about Republicans. It tells me that I should be nice or something. You know, it says that it's, uh, you know, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be somebody with eyes, ears, and, uh, and a sense of morality that I should not. Uh, and it also, they, and well, perplexity, um, kind of, gives you a qualifier too. It says it's important to know or to remember that not all here, here, I'll show you an example. I asked it, can I, uh, to give me an example of Republican, well, and I said Republicans, um, politicians who allude to political violence. And I, and sometimes you have to give it an example, or it will say, I don't know what you mean. And then when you give it an example, it'll say, oh, I apologize, you're right. And then it gives you 50 examples. So I said, give me an example of Republicans who allude to political violence, like Ron DeSantis talking about slitting throats of federal workers, which happened today. And... Uh, you know, because they're so tough, right? He's going to slit some throats. Everything is violence. Everybody's got a target on them. Everybody's got to be taken out. Everyone has to be, you know, Second Amendment remedied. That's Republicans for you. Well, hold on. We'll be right back. I have a long list of right Republicans stoking violence. All right, so I asked the AI, perplexity, whatever the hell, um, about give me a list. I said, it, well, and, and it, about Republicans asking or calling for violence. And it said, while it is important to, pre to approach the topic of political violence with caution and avoid generalizations, that's what it tells you all the time. Not everyone feels this way. Uh, there have been instances where Republican politicians have made statements or engaged in actions that allude to, uh, to or glorify political violence. Here are a few examples. Marjorie Taylor Greene. What a surprise. In a Facebook post from 2019, before she was elected to Congress, Greene liked a comment that called for a bullet in the head of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. My God, you know, think about. And then Nancy Pelosi, take back your party. The American people need, need a strong Republican. Oh, please. Um, she also made controversial statements and promoted conspiracy theories, which have been criticized for their potential to incite violence. And then it gives you links to it. But here's more Ron DeSantis, and it gives the example I said about slitting throats of federal workers. While he later clarified he was referring to cutting wasteful spending. Bullshit. You see? It's just like Trump saying, um, if you come for me, I'll come for you. Well, well, I'm, I didn't mean anything by it. Don't believe your lying eyes. 
Don't believe it. I'm not violent. I said peaceful one time on January 6th. This is what they do. They know exactly what they're doing. How, well, we'll go, keep going. Sarah Palin in 2010. Palin faced backlash for a campaign ad that featured crosshairs on a map. She's not the only one, though. This is a a pattern with them. Um, she, uh, where is it? Featured crosshairs on a map targeting certain political opponents, including then-Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords. And what happened to her? Giffords was later shot and seriously injured in a mass shooting because of Republicans. You understand? They, I know you understand. I'm talking about, I'm talking to them. But in a mass shooting stoked by right-wingers, Republicans, who were upset that Democrats were going to expand health care. You see? Take back your party. Republicans, take back your great party. The American people need need this party that's done so much good. What have you done? I keep asking that question. Does anybody know? I ask Nancy Pelosi all the time. Not, you know, I call her office whenever she says it. In fact, I didn't call, I should call again. I say, what is she saying? What, what great things? What have they done? The American people need. Take it back. One of my prayers is that the Republicans will take back their party. The country needs a strong Republican party that's mm -hmm. done so much for our country. Am I, hello? Why? Why are, the, and this is, you know, this is part of the problem. Because it's the Democratic Party's obsession with trying to normalize this Republican Party that has gotten us to this point all along the road. This didn't happen overnight. The Democrats didn't have to continuously act like they, they, they couldn't see the forest through the trees of what was going on. They're always trying to model good behavior for these fascists, trying to encourage them to be decent and to be willing, eager, sincere partners in this democracy. But of course they weren't. And thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. Democracy warriors unite. That's right. We're on the right side of history. Decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. I'm not kidding. You know it. So anyway, so I continued. I said, <laughs> um, it only gave me the first th those first three examples about political violence, and I and I and I responded to it. That's a good thing about this perplexity. You can talk to it conversationally, and it understands. It seems to. It's, and I said, it is important for you to understand that you don't need to patronize me every time I ask you for something and remind me that some people don't condemn political violence. 
And then it said, I, res- I apologize if my previous response came across as patronizing. While there are instances where Republican politicians may have made statements or engage in actions that allude to glorify political violence, it's crucial to recognize that political violence is not limited to one political party or ideology. A Washington University and, and uh, uh, excuse me, a Washington Post University of Maryland poll earlier this year found that about one in three Americans believe violence against government can sometimes be justified, including 40% of Republicans and 23% of Democrats. Okay, that's a big wide gap there. So nearly 50%, I'm sure it's more now, of Republicans and a quarter of Democrats say this which I'd like to delve deeper into if we knew exactly what who you're talking to. But, okay, lawmakers in both parties have reported a spike in death threats and violent rhetoric. Well, here's the other thing that I say. These Republicans, they always say, oh, I've received death threats. You never hear these death threats or see them, Right? Am I, I? I'm not kidding, though. I'm not kidding. Have you seen them? Um, conversely, the Democrats, like Eric Swal- Swalwell, they ha- they release the recordings of the death threats that are left on their machines. And uh, Ilan Omar released. Um, also, let me see who else. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't want to go down this road, but. I I ask all the time when Democrat I mean when Republicans come out and they say oh I received death threats oh well I guess we'll just have to take your word for it because we never hear what death threats Marjorie Taylor Greene says things like that I received death threats for what because she's all uh, all about um you know hating trans people so she's like I've received death threats about it so. Show us perjury. Show us. I I don't know. I for me, I don't want to take the their word for it. I want to, I want to hear it. But even though still uh, nowadays you can't a hundred percent believe what comes out of the Republicans because they can use AI, and this is what they've done too. Ron DeSantis um, is caught he's been caught numerous times in his uh, releasing campaign ads that put words in biden's mouth and excuse me in president biden's mouth and the con man's mouth so of course the morons will swallow it whole hook line and sinker so let's see i i want to get to the where where is it because i asked um about the death threats where is it violence where is it i just lost it damn it where's my producer producer get in here uh let's see so I continued with the AI and I said, okay, why don't you give me a list of Republicans? Where was it? Who condemned if, if it's such a, 
it's it's so even across the board where both sides do it and then give me a list of republicans who have uh, condemned the political uh, violence i said now if you're so certain that republicans don't like political violence give me a detailed list one by one of the republicans condemning the remarks of their fellow republicans calling for violence and guess what the ai said while i can't provide a detailed list of republicans condemning specific remarks made by their fellow party members it's worth noting that political violence and the rhetoric surrounding it have been a topic of concern and debate within the republican party can you believe this according to an article from the washington post gop leaders have been relatively and this is what it says and then it says that they've been reluctant to crack down on political violence and rhetoric within their own ranks. So, um, and then it says, David Frum, in an article from The Atlantic, argues that only the GOP celebrates political violence. So it says one thing and then gives me examples of the exact opposite. It says that, that Republicans condemn violent rhetoric and then gives me examples of them being reluctant or devoid of condemnation of (laughs) against political rhetoric violence and uh, rhetoric an article from the new republic emphasizes that the issue of political violence is primarily primarily a problem within the republican party it highlights instances where violent insurrectionists are seen as a constituency that the party cannot alienate. Can you believe that? Of course you can. Because it's true. Yeah. And from the New Republic, and this was an article a few months ago, and it's titled, We Don't Have a Political Violence Problem, Republicans Do. The Paul Pelosi attack was no aberration. Only one party counts violent insurrectionists as a constituency they dare not alienate. Reasonable Republicans, I'm having a hard time saying Republicans, but I'm trying a little bit, like New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununo, say America has a problem with political violence on both sides of the aisle. That isn't true. America has a problem with political violence against Democrats. And there, there you go. This whole both sides-ism is another thing that I'm glad that people are calling out, but it still proliferates our discourse and the public lexicon. Both sides, both sides. Give me both sides. Are both sides... Oh, well, this is what they're saying, too. The other thing there, um, with Trump's indictment, his his third indictment, they're saying, oh, well, both sides ch- challenge the election. Both sides do this. Both sides um, say that the, the election was stolen. And no, no, um, both sides don't continuously sow lies into the 
public discourse. They don't keep lying and lying and stoking violence as a as a, an, a means to disrupt the peaceful transfer of power. No, it's not both sides. In fact, you probably saw the the weaker speaker who makes me sick. And worse than that, he makes the entire United States sick. Well, he he's he's very angry, weaker speaker. Where is it? Come on, man. Kevin McCarthy. Otherwise known as weaker speaker. Angry. Here we go. Yeah. And I can say the same thing that Hillary Clinton says about her election that she lost. I can say the Bullshit. same thing about the DNC who said it about um, the 2016 race. I can say the same thing about those him? in the Democratic Party from the leadership on down you about George Bush not winning, pathetic. that Al Gore did. But were any of them prosecuted? First of all, that's true, though. That's true. Al Gore did win, but he accepted the peaceful transfer of power, unfortunately. He should have continued. I mean, the Supreme Court stopped the vote count. That's what happened. And then after the fact, when the election, when the votes were actually counted, Al Gore won. Al Gore won Florida. So, whatever. But he accepted the what the Supreme Court um, had it who the what's his name freaking Scalia the how they installed George Bush into the presidency he accepted that's what he said though I disagree with the ruling I accept it anyway any of them put in jail were any of them held with no response to be jail. able to get out he the answer be is put no in jail. So, yeah, you can raise... Well, they're talk he's talking about the January 6th traitors. Are they put in jail? Yeah, because they're traitors. They beat cops. They disrupted uh, an official proceeding with violence. These scumbags. I hate these... I hate these filthy, weaker, weaker speaker and all... Uh, I don't even know. I'm, I'm not even speaking correct English here. I'm so irritated. <laughs> I hate this weaker speaker. He's a, it's a disgrace. It's such a disgrace to America and everything that this country's supposed to stand for. These people are uh, they the they prove me right all the time that they lack the fundamental decency to function in a free democratic society. Look at him. Does he have the, the integrity to follow in the footsteps of anyone who's ever held that office? He's a joke. Then this is what happens in, a, in corrupt democracies that fall to autocracies. L legitimate positions uh, of service turn into another uh, just cushy job for somebody 
to hold and to occupy just to uh, put their their uh, fat ass in their useless carcass into an office to do nothing but continue to corrupt the government that they pretend to represent. Anyway, let me, let's let him speak for himself. That, that someone raised a question. And you know, in America, you're entitled to raise a question. You're entitled to question whether it was honest or not. That's the uniqueness of the First Amendment. That's the uniqueness of America. But you know what? You shouldn't be prosecuted for your thoughts. And the difference here is, when Hillary Clinton said it, nothing happened to her. When they said it in Georgia's election, nothing wow. happened to them either. You know what? When the DNC said it, nothing happened to them either. So stop using government to go after people People who politically disagree with you. That is wrong, and that should stop now. He's lying, of course. Here's a montage put together by NBC of Trump versus every other candidate that ever lost the presidential election in modern times. One of the great features of America is that uh, we have political contests, that they are very hard fought, as this one is hard fought, and once the decision is made, we unite behind the man who is elected. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. I have no bitterness, no rancor at all. I say to the president, as as a fellow politician, that he did a wonderful job. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. I have lost. Mr. Nixon has won. The democratic process has worked its will. So now let's get on with the urgent task of uniting our country. Hold on. And we must work together. We'll be right back. I gotta roll this back a little. This is Tara Devlin, Unapologetic Liberal Talk. If you can support the show, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We can also, you can also, um, what else can you do? You can support by uh, PayPal only. There's a PayPal link. Whatever, who cares? Let's keep going. There's a PayPal link in the description of the show. I have lost. Mr. Nixon has won. The democratic process has worked its will. So now let's get on with the urgent task of uniting our country. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. That was, who was that? Hubert Humphrey before? We want the law to be used in a proper manner. Congratulations on your victory. I hope that in the next four years, you will lead us to a time of peace abroad and justice at home. You have my full support in such efforts. We'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at four o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. The president asked me to tell you that he telephoned President-elect Carter a short time ago and congratulated him on his victory. It was a very sad moment. That's Ford had tears in his eyes. Even still, he did what 
anyone with integrity who doesn't hate America, who understands what we're trying to do in the grand experiment, who understands and, and cherishes that and follows in the footsteps of everyone that came before them. This is a very sad moment. And I swear to God, when that scumbag orange carcass, when he finally steps off this mortal coil, you know how many people are going to celebrate in the streets? And, and it will. They will. I will. And people will say, oh, there's liberal, tolerant liberals. Look at the way they celebrate. Yeah. We celebrate when somebody uh, defeats cancer. We celebrate. We celebrate when a horrible, vile, destructive force is overcome. But, yeah, anyway, okay. I'm sorry. Keep going. Here's, uh, this is a very telling montage it says it all really we'll win this and we, as far as i'm concerned we already have won it. the people of the united states have made their choice and of course i accept that decision if you count the legal votes i easily win he has won we are all americans he is our president and we honor him tonight if you count the illegal votes they can try to steal the election from us. He will be our president, and we'll work with him. This nation faces major challenges ahead, and we must work together. As everybody saw, we won by historic numbers. There is important work to be done, and America must always come first. So we will get behind this new president and wish him, wish him well. Democrat officials never believed they could win this election, honestly. Decency. I really believe that. That's why they did the mail-in ballots, where there's tremendous corruption and fraud. I have said repeatedly in this campaign that the president is my opponent, not my enemy. And I wish him well, and I pledge my support. I've had two elections. I won both of them. It's amazing. And, and I actually did much better the second one. Wow. This is America. Just as we fight hard when the stakes are high, we close ranks and come together when the contest is done. That was a rigged election, but we're still fighting it, and you'll see what's going to happen. But in an American election, there are no losers, because whether or not our candidates are successful, the next morning, we all wake up as Americans. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. Whatever our differences, we are fellow Americans. And please believe me when I say no association has ever meant more to me than that. And to use a favorite term that all of you people really came up with, we will stop the steal. I so wish that I had been able to fulfill your hopes to lead the country in a different direction, but the nation chose another leader, and so Ann and I join with you to earnestly pray for him and for this great nation. When you catch somebody in a fraud, you're allowed to go by very different rules. So I hope Mike has the courage to do what he has to do. Donald Trump is going to be our president. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. 
our constitutional democracy enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. And we don't just respect that, we cherish it. And we fight. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Well, you see, it doesn't get starker than this petty, small, what a small, tiny, little con man. What a little grifter. What a small man child that had no business being anywhere near the American system of government, the halls of power. He's, he's a cancer on the body politic. He's a, I, if, if the only thing that, that could, that's good, I don't even, I can't even get the words out, is he has exposed how the flaws, the, the fissures that someone as devoid of decency and integrity can use to destroy this country. And when we survive this and get through this, we have a duty to to fix those fissures, to shore them up. That someone like that filthy waste of human DNA has, you know, so somebody like him will never, ever get anywhere near the halls of power again. Can never destroy it again or try to. But he doesn't he doesn't do it alone. He works in concert with similar filthy grifting a bunch of morons who hate America. You know, like his lawyer, like his 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 cult, like perjury trader green, like all of them. I mean, uh, Ron DeSantis. They can't even... Uh, this is a guy that wants to be the so-called president. And he can't even bring himself to muster the courage of leadership to tell his dum-dums that Trump is a traitor. Trump is a danger. You can't even use this moment. You see how, how lack... Of, uh, uh, of leadership qualities these people have, and we know this already. I mean, Ron DeSantis is the worst of us. He is the worst among us. He's a petty little tyrant. And all of his violent rhetoric, like slitting throats of federal workers and going after trans people and going after books, that people can't read books and turning the Florida education system into a joke into I mean and really making um, these the, I, I feel bad for young people that are stuck in Florida and have to go to school there because their degrees are going to be nothing they're going to be not they're not going to be worth the paper they're written on it's like getting a degree from trump university by the time he's through but they can't even bring themselves to, to 
to uh, condemn this filthy con man for everything that he does. You know, like they say, when the facts are against you, argue the law. When the law is against you, argue the facts. If the law and the facts are against you, pound the table and yell like hell. And they're there, they're, that's them. Election interference, his lawyers, everybody's to blame, right? Except the con men. This is what happens in monarchies. Do you understand? It was, if, you list, if you read or um, you know, not learn about history and the history of the kings and queens of Europe, it was never, whenever, they, whenever the, um, the, the dukes and the barons and uh, the people criticize the monarch it was never the monarch's fault because the monarch is above reproach and that's what it reminds me of with the this trump cult it's the advisor it's never him it's never you know the amazing uh trump you know the the amazing billionaire who doesn't seem to have enough money to pay his lawyers It's everybody's fault, right? But Trump, everybody's against the DOJ, um, uh, election interference. It's a distraction. Every It's a distraction from Hunter Biden. His lawyers gave him bad advice. That's another one I've heard. Uh, the judge, that's the other thing that these, these Republicans, uh, we're going to hear. And we are. We've already started to hear it. And... As soon as I heard who the judge was in um, Trump's third indictment, that she is, of course, she was confirmed by the the Senate at um, 95 to nothing or something like that. And she's not take, you know, she's she's for real. So she doesn't she doesn't kiss Trump's ass. She, in fact, uh, is, has been quoted as saying that presidents are not kings. And the, the Republicans are upset because they think that our jury system, well, they hate our, they hate America and they hate, uh, they hate the jury system unless they're, it's rigged in their favor, you know, unless it's like something that went on with Kyle Rittenhouse where the judge is a complete racist who um, is basically working for the Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse defense. And uh, I don't know. It didn't, I, I, I don't think it says in the Constitution that we are judged by a jury of our friends because the Republicans are crying and whining that they want to change venues out of Washington, D.C., apparently, because... You know, I guess that's not real America. They have so divided this country, they want to make it so Trump can get tried in West Virginia. This is what they're they're literally saying this, that uh, I think it was Lindsay, you know, Ms. Lindsay, the one who was like, I'm out of here. I can't take it. This enough is enough. Lindsey Graham, well, enough is enough. No, it's not enough because he... He needs, it's not enough power and privilege and money for him. It's not enough. He, what's he going to do if he loses his cushy Senate job? He, he doesn't have 
uh, yeah, he may have taken an oath to the Constitution. <laughs> Constitution, Smonstitution. Oh, he took an oath. He's he's a lickspittle. He might as well have taken an oath to Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham. What? Is, where is this? Graham, West Virginia. Yes. Yeah, so re- apparently, to to Republicans, you can only get a fair trial if your friends try you. It's not the jury. You gotta. You get to pick your venue, and this is what they do because they are so corrupt in general. You know, it's like it's like all, everything. You know, they're such great businessmen, but they need to corrupt government and write the laws in their favor. They're so innocent, and they didn't do anything wrong. Like Trump said, "I did everything right, and they indicted me." Yes, he did everything right. And and but yet he still needs to take the trial out of Washington D.C., the scene of the crime, and go to where his he thinks his friends are. A jury of your peers—that's not good enough, you know. When when uh, people died for this country to set up a jury system, so you couldn't just, you know, the king just couldn't send you to prison and throw away the key and then never. Uh, you'd never ever have a trial. They just let you rot. But Republicans don't seem to respect America. Yeah, they. How can you? You're. They're confused by America. They like. They like the power. They like the access. The privilege. They like the honorific titles. They like the. Um, you know, to be able to write the laws in their favor. They don't like anything else, you know, because democracy gets in the way. Clearly, it gets in the way of their corruption. So, they got something for democracy. They They got to do something about that. And that's what they're doing. And you notice that when Democrats get in office they try to expand democracy but republicans what are, what what are what's the response they stand in the way right they try to stop the um easy access to voting they try to ensure that you know only uh republicans can vote I mean, with with their with the schemes that are so blatant, like they do, like they did in Texas, where they uh, made it so you could use your gun, your gun permit, as an ID, but not your student ID. What does that say? And so many others that you know. I uh, I think Texas. Uh, I think the stat was it used to be the. Let me see. It used to be one of the easiest states to vote in, and now it's like the 50th. The 50th easiest, meaning it's the worst. Because they set up roadblocks. They don't want people to vote. They hate democracy. How many times I got to say it? Not to you guys. I mean, to the rest. To the people that just don't want to accept it. To the people like Nancy Pelosi. 
who are still waiting for Republicans to take back their party because they've supposedly done so much good for America, although nobody can think of it, what they've done. What, what, what good have they done? I can't think of a thing. Can anybody? Except, well, the interstate highway. You're talking about Eisenhower. Let's, let's say, let's give them in the last 50 years. That's a pretty wide window, half a century. Perjury Trader Green says, we are now post-Constitution, even though um, our nation of laws holding a criminal accountable is kind of uh, the point, right? That's kind of a good sign. Let's, where is it? Perjury goes on. So, so for everyone that's talking to me about the Constitution, Marjorie, the Constitution, I'm sorry, it feels pretty much like we're post-Constitution because <laughs> it feels like communism it in feels. America today when President Trump is being indicted Ooh. and having to show up and be arraigned show and up. arrested How can he show and up? processed in a court where he has no chance of having a fair trial. Yeah, no chance. And it's a jury, not of his people. I'm not sorry, of that's your not peers. going to be a jury of his peers. That's a jury made up of people that hate him for political reasons. How do you know? The jury hasn't even been picked. And guess what? There's a whole process to pick the jury. They get to pick. Yeah, the prosecution picks. The defense picks. They fight it out. They get to agree. They get to disagree. There's a whole process. They don't. You don't get to pick exactly who you want everybody has their shot it's all part of you know the 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 beauty of america which you hate perjury you hate perjury you i mean she likes perjury i'm calling her perjury you you are made up of people who hate trump I think the defense has a say in the matter. They get if somebody gets on the jury, if they're in jury selection and somebody gets up there and says, I hate Trump, they will be dismissed by the defense team. What the que- the questions will be, well, um, did you vote for Trump? The, in fact there were people on the uh on the Eugene Carroll jury that voted for Trump and said that they were Trump supporters. Hi, Junior. Hello. Here's my producer. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you exactly how I see it and exactly how it feels. Ugh, go we away. have a specific duty and conference, and I think we should be doing With it. your stu- hey, good for you. You go to the gym. Why are you just go work out? What, what is this shit? You can't wait until you take a shower and get back in the office to, to make a video about your stupid musings that make no sense and have absolutely no legitimacy except to incite other morons to the similar stupidity? <sighs> well, this is the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Thank you, guys. We will win if you can become a patron. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Give the show some love. Keep going and growing. 
the independent liberal media because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together, we win, and we will win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. We're back. We're back. And here, uh, look, I got another cat. Hi, buddy. Come here, buddy. Buddy, get over here. Oh, you tease. She's just out of reach. I can't grab her. Come here, boo. Come here, buddy. Boo. Booty. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Yes. And I'm very upset that we're not right now. So just wanted to make a video what? to share exactly. So, so just wanted to make a video Wait, to share. I, I think we should be doing it. And Wait. I'm very upset that we're not right now. So just wanted to make a video to share exactly what I'm hearing other people say You're to hearing. me. Exactly what I'm hearing from people here at home. Exactly what I'm hearing from people across the country. What are you hearing? Is, that's you know, how, that's we how do you have a constitution fill that your we head with love nonsense. and we protect and I swore an oath to uphold, but right now it feels like that constitution has been put through the paper shredder and that we're basically post-constitution. Yes. And that I have a problem with. So I hope this changes. Go away, you tedious, attention-grabbing, I don't even know, perjury trader green. I, who's the one, what did she say? I was allowed. I was allowed to th to think things that weren't true. And you know what I mean? Like, this is just another ex example of their narcissism. Well, she's clearly a malignant narcissist. I just want to make a video. I'm in the... Why, why are you in the gym? It doesn't make any sense, but it's because she wants to get more attention to herself like look at me i'm in i'm a, i work out i do crossfit go back to crossfit it's like what was that other one um just go do your crossfit that's all you are good for what's his name madison carthon he did a video not too long ago and he was shirtless And I was like, "What the hell is wrong with these people?" But it's because they're they're it's it is their narcissism. They want attention for, like everybody say, "Oh, look how fit!" I love her. I love him. They're so fit and sexy. And you know, they it's another example of them of their unfitness for the positions that they hold because they have no ability to understand the, uh, you know, there's that, well, how do you put it? It's sort of like you, you have, you don't, you're not fit because you, it's like going to the office. If you work in a, in a law firm and you show up in, uh, sandals and bare feet and, no, uh, you know, you're, you wear it, you're wearing a t-shirt and cut off jeans. People are like, 
you know, what is this shit? It's, it's knowing what, when to, I don't know what I'm trying. I'm not putting it correctly, but you know what I'm saying? It's just having no, um, standards, having no ability to, um, it's like, what's her face? Um, which is mercifully, we haven't heard from her as much lately. Uh, Arizona, Kristen Cinema. She's another attention-seeking conservative. When she presided over the Senate wearing a dungaree vest, she just looked like an idiot. But anyway, it's not whatever, whatever. I was allowed to think things that weren't true. That's all I remember about perjury, Trader Green. Well, not all. I wish that was all I remembered. Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on to some others. Bath time for Boudica. Yes. Thank you, guys. In the chat room at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Terrorbuster. There's so many things. Let me see. Here's one. I don't even know where to begin. Well, let's see this one. A woman shite, shout, shite. A woman who is shite shouts, I am white privilege. After um, getting into an accident. Wait, a pair of black bikers in Michigan say they were chased down and harassed by a woman who proclaimed that she had white privilege. Sort of like yesterday when we were playing that video of that, that racist asshole who got into an accident, who hit this woman in the back of her car and refused to give her his insurance um, information because he, she was he, not, you know, Vietm the Vietnamese and he was screaming, speak English, and calling her racial slurs because he's, you know, he's white and he's allowed to drink and drive and hit people and we're all supposed to get out of the way and hope all is well. It's sort of like Trump, you know? You guys, I'm from Lee Gagan. I'm from here. Don't worry, I got the police on the way. I got, I'm from Muskegon and Grey Haven. I got people that live in both areas. Don't worry, I got the police on the I got the police on the way. No, you guys are fucked up. You guys think like this. Just ride a big old bike. You know what? We were doing 25 miles per hour. We were doing 25 miles per hour. You, you passed us in a no... I didn't hit you. you passed us in a no passing zone. You passed us in a no passing zone. You you passed us in a no passing zone. Karen. Karen. Because we black. Oh, I guess we don't have it. Where is it? Oh well, whatever. I thought it I thought I had the right video there where she said it, but I got they say she was drunk, but you know, it's just another example of where the hell we live. I and I it's almost like hard to believe that there are so many people out there, but this is what the this is the Republican base. And they vote 
They, there's no doubt in my mind they vote Republican. This is how they behave. They've been given, they've always behaved like this. And now for a little bit, this is why they're angry because they've been told to evolve. They've been encouraged to evolve, let's say, because their bad behavior hasn't, there's consequences for their bad behavior what Republicans call being canceled. But these Republicans, you know, these old people, whatever, these, you know, like that old dude screaming at the first, the lady that he hit, it's, this is, it's epidemic. And this is what Trump has, hath wrath on this sad, divided country. So, anyway, whatever. Whatever. Next. Next story. Where is everybody? How's the chat rooms doing? I don't even know which one. I'm, I'm just worried because we're running out of time. All right, let's do this one. Caught in the act of being themselves again. You know that the sound of freedom? Republicans, they're very susceptible to propaganda. We know this. And there's a movie that they're all, it was crowdfunded, The Sound of Freedom. And they're all, they all love it. Apparently, it's about, it's a QAnon movie. Here, let's play the, Let's play the trailer. The Sound of Freedom. These people hate freedom. But they're, you know, they don't like the freedom to marry, the freedom to form a legal contract with someone of the same peepee, the freedom to get gender-affirming care, the freedom to have autonomy over your body. How about the freedom to earn a living wage and and retire in security, the freedom to take a day off. They hate that. We don't have those freedoms here, the freedom to go to a doctor when you're sick and not worry about uniquely American medical bankruptcies. But the sound of freedom, they love this. They love propaganda that, that's, that fits into their their very uh, easily propagandized worldview. So the sound of freedom was crowdfunded or whatever. Wait, I'm trying to get the damn, the damn sound of freedom. Let me show the entire screen. I can't find the, here we go. Difficult. Because God's children are not for sale. 
It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. For Homeland Security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. And this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. And yet somehow, you have failed to bring me one real-world lead. It's over, Tim. Close up and come back home. Who's singing? It sucks. So you quit your job and you go and rescue those kids. that can legitimately change this world. So we want to ignite a fire in audiences and open their eyes to the dark reality of millions of children that need our help. Let's make this film a historic event and the start, the end of child trafficking. Theaters across this country are already selling out. Pre-order your tickets today and you can send the message that God's children are no longer for sale. Okay, well, it's really taking off with the Republicans because they're easily manipulated by propaganda. It's sort of like triumph of the will. Um, the fact is, of course, they show children in this, this Sound of Freedom. They're all these very cute little kids. Well, the, the truth about child trafficking is a little bit more of course, nuanced, and usually the ch children are older, they're, they are of color, uh, not, and, you know, uh, it's, this is, what the under, the underlying message in this Sound of Freedom thing is that it's Biden, you know, Biden is allowing this to happen and not doing anything about it, and that's why they're, all uh you know flipping out about it because it's another um episode in confirmation bias so wait hold on but anyway uh as if we needed you know um another example of republicans projecting their manias onto other people uh, uh and Caught in the act of being himself, what I mean, what else can you um, expect except the Sound of Freedom funder, Fabian Marta, charged with felony child kidnapping? 
All right. Uh, what else is new? You know, it's caught in the act of being themselves, projecting their manias on others, hiding in plain sight. Of course, you're going to fund a film on child sex trafficking when you're trafficking children. Alejandro Monteverde's Sound of Freedom has generated two things in excess. Cash, its domestic box office hall since July 3rd, has topped $155 million and controversy. One month out, it persists. In the time since the movie was released, news broke that the fantastical movie's real-life subject, Tim Ballard, left his anti-trafficking organization, Operation Underground Railroad, after an internal investigation into claims made against him by multiple employees, something which our does not dispute, a um, O-U-R, the... Um, the name of the organization and according to a vice report details his departure details of the departure of yet to leak the latest thing to make you go hmm involving this movie and the people who help bring it to the public is the recent arrest of fabian marta who bragged about helping fund this movie after disney shelved it according to the mississippi or excuse me missouri courts website marta was charged in July with child kidnapping, which is a felony. According to Newsweek, which published the mugshot, Marta was arrested on July 23rd. A person commits the offense of child kidnapping if he or she is not a relative of the child and uh, of the child with... Wait, 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 wait was not a relative of the child within the third degree and knowing he or she has no right to do so removes a child under the age of 14 without consent of the parents of the child's parents or guardians or confines such a child such child for a substantial period without such consent is how Martha's Martha's charge is defined in the statute so for weeks now, writer, podcaster, and per his Twitter name, anti-disinformation activist, Jim Stewartson has been tweeting about Marta's association with sugar daddy baby parties. Sugar daddy slash baby parties. I, is, this, is, this is what happens in, with right-wingers. They... They, you know, it's like the anti-gay, it's like Ethan Schmidt railing against gays, but then being outed as having a grinder profile where he, he brags that he's really experienced and that his being, uh, he's a bottom, of course, and that his, he's often been told that he feels better than the person who's banging him. Um, he feels better than their girlfriend. So they're, I mean, these people are very sick. There's a lot of sick people out there. And the, although all Republicans aren't sick people, all sick people are Republican. Well, I can't say that. I'm sure there are sick people in the... There are sick people in the Democratic Party, of course. 
It's just that the Republican Party is a magnet for people who really need help and are sick and are criminal and and don't get help. They're not doing things for sincere purposes. So a person funding a film that is supposedly exposing child sex trafficking or just child trafficking in general, whatever, um, of course is going to be a child sex trafficker. It's it's almost it's typical. It's it's like they might as well be screaming that you know, this is who they are. They might as well be screaming for further investigation. I was aware of this. Where where is this? Where is this? Uh, blah blah blah. Which is, so for weeks now, like I said, writer, podcaster, and his and per his Twitter name, anti disinformation activist Jim Stewartson has been tweeting about Marta's association with sugar daddy slash baby parties, which is the the notion of that is disgusting, as well as Marta's. Facebook claims of helping bring Sound of Freedom to the screen after Disney attempted to bury the movie, he says. In a comment, Marta wrote that I was aware of this early. Uh, the movie was filmed several years ago, meaning I was aware of the f- this movie early, I guess, in its, in its uh, attempts to get to the screen or something. The movie was filmed several years ago. As an angel investor, I was able to financially partner. So, uh, and he writes, early investors were credited at the end of the film. So it's not, um, he was, you know, he's some rich dude that has sugar daddy slash baby parties, but also funds a movie about child sex trafficking because he wants to throw people off the scent. He doesn't want to... He's trying to hide in plain sight. And Jim Stewartson, a... The Who outed him on his Twitter account, which I will not call X it's ridiculous please meet Fabian Marta who runs sugar daddy slash sugar baby parties which is so disgusting who is credited at the end of Sound of Freedom he claims that he rescued the film after Twitter tried to bury I mean Twitter after Disney tried to bury it there it is there it is anybody surprised Anybody in the chat surprised about this? I know I'm not. Where is my chat? All right. Guys, guys, where the hell is the chat? Let freedom ring. It's like... Let freedom... Unbelievable, but not right. Is anybody surprised? Let me see. I I wish I'm trying to find this other article. Sound of Freedom. Apparently, there's other lists of you know, fantastical uh, exaggerations and lies in the in the movie. But whatever. Let's just put that on the shelf. 
for now because I don't. I I really couldn't sit through the movie, knowing what the Republicans are up to with it. Apparently, it faces criticism for stoking conspiracy theories. The film "Sound of Freedom." Uh, let's see, is a thriller. Blah blah blah. They're not whole cloth falsehoods they say but they are but they reassemble things that are close to being true that but are excuse me not close to being true but are just wildly and completely different from what actually happens well whatever i guess that's artistic license in a way but it's also you know nobody's saying who likes child trafficking it's like, uh, you know, you're not exactly going out on a limb here, right-wingers. But the offense is that they think that Democrats are doing this or are turning a blind eye. And that's why when you watch the, uh, well, and also involved, of course, you know, these are people that think that Hillary Clinton drank adrenochrome, um, which is some enzyme that is released when children suffer this is how sick these fucking people are and they believe that people do this because they're capable of doing it who thinks about this you know except people who think that um others can who even comes up with this who could even you know what i mean Let freedom ring. When I was watching the documentary of uh, January 6th, it makes you, uh, you know, watching these violent traitors praying, talking about uh, God, uh, Jesus is my Lord, Trump is my president. Like- Thanks to fight for America! <laughs> Louder, will you fight for America? All the while, the first family watched backstage. There's something outlandish, clownish, and downright mad about Don Jr.'s selfie video. I think we're uh, T-minus a couple of seconds here, guys, so uh, check it out, tune in, do live streaming. There's Dad, silent in the background, eyes pinned to the monitor, showing the swelling crowd he's about to send into the abyss. This is the foreign... An actual fighter! Uh, One press. of the few. A real fighter. Thank you, Mark. A real fighter. Kimberly. Kimberly. Yeah, the to do the right thing. Fight! Thank you, guys. Just really appreciate oh, the whole support. It's pretty amazing. It sounds very stuffed up from Kimberly. all that cocaine. Time for a Kimberly. last dance before the conflagration. This is from Australia. We have hundreds 
of thousands of people here, and I just want them to be recognized by the fake news media. Turn your cameras, please, and show what's really you. happening How out dare here. You. Because you these people traitor. are not going to take it any longer. Not They're gonna not take it. Now watch. Here. Oh, I mean it's that will be horrible. It. Have to be They're not gonna take it. These aren't just a bunch of disorganized people who are quickly labeled by some who are stupid, who are dumb, who are insane. These are a highly organized, motivated zealots. Their belief is that the current president is won the election and that they have they are patriots by doing what they're doing. How are you doing, man? It was this group that Trump seemed to signal approval of in the first presidential debate last year. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups? Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. What are you saying? Yeah, really? I'm, I'm willing you to do look, anything. I want to see what Then do it, sir. Say You're it. so full of shit. You want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacists and right you like me to white supremacists and right boys. Stand back and stand by. Did he just tell basically a Western male chauvinist club that's pseudo gang-like with ties to white supremacy and at times violent? Did he just tell them to stand by as in like be the re on the ready for potential yeah, violence that may need to happen in the post-election period? Where they were, say, a year ago, maybe more a local law enforcement concern uh, if they decided to show up in a group and uh, try to counter somebody else's uh, protest. Um, word as now they've kind of uh, grown and morphed into something that uh, truly is a national security problem. Lock them all up. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah, because you'd be in jail. Unreal. Yeah. You see what they've done I, I, to this I agree country? with you. I used to just be quiet on I agree with you 100%. And what about Omar? I used to just be quiet. Harvesting. I wish. What the Chris. hell is going on? I hope your U.S. attorney is involved. What? What is going on with Omar? I've been reading these reports you for have? years about oh, how corrupt bullshit. and crooked she is. Is that like how you read the reports about the Ohio p pipeline? And you're like, oh, we were going to get that done. It was terrible what's happening there. And now they're all crying about lock them up. It's sad. We're no better than some of these third world countries around the world. You know, we are literally trying to imprison political opponents. We're better than this. <laughs> Maybe lock her up goes to lock him up. I don't know. Uh -huh. yeah. Lock him up. I don't know. I like lock her up a little bit more. If that was Don or I, or if that was anybody in the Trump family and we lied sure. on a federal form, we'd be in jail for the rest of our lives. Sure, sure, sure. It's always good. Yeah, it's only when they do it, right? When um, they do it, it's... We're all supposed to be like, oh, um, and they're just speaking... They're not, uh, they're just exercising their free speech. They're not calling for violence. It doesn't matter that 
I mean, I just saw something about which I hadn't known, but I'm not surprised. Donald Trump Jr. has an assault weapon where Hillary, with Hillary Clinton behind bars, etched into the um, into the handle of the gun, because. You know, that's what you do in a normal... What, that's what a normal son of a normal political leader does in a normal democracy. But no, there's no consequences for Republicans except they freak out when the, when the laws apply to them. When they finally the chickens come home, the roost. Oh, here's the picture. Yeah, that's Donald Trump Jr. That's his... Um, the gun side or the uh, hand. Oh no, that's a that's a cartridge. It's not even a. What a dumb. I mean, I hate these people. See what they've done to this country. And I realized that I'm not going to get to. There was another thing I had on the list about Donald Trump's attorney going around media and. Um, basically continuously admitting everything that Trump is Trump is doing um, and people are kind of trying to advise him <laughs> that maybe he should shut up <laughs> you know that th he's not doing his client any any service by going on every media outlet that'll have him and uh, admitting, to Donald Trump's guilt. But hey, it's fun. It certainly is fun to watch. That's for sure. Where is it? Where? I'm, I only have like six minutes left. That's why I'm like, should I go into it? I don't know. We only, what time is it? Yeah, we got two minutes. Yeah, it's two. I'm sorry. Well, if you can become a patron at patreon.com, this is like the f good time to jump on over. If you can, you don't have to, but whatever. Uh, I gotta, I gotta work on the site more. Uh, I, I have to open up the, um, what do you call it? The, uh, subscriptions here on YouTube. I gotta do all this shit. This is a problem. I, I simply don't have the time half the time. So. Oh, wait. Here it is. We can play this before the end of the show. Successful criminal defense lawyers never grant television interviews. Never. Ultimately, what President Trump said is, let's go with option D. Let's just halt, let's just pause the voting and allow the state legislatures to take one last look and make a determination as to, the, as to whether or not the elections yeah. were handled fairly. That is a Trump criminal defense lawyer <laughs> quoting Donald Trump committing a crime. And then at the end, he asked Mr. Pence to pause the voting for 10 days, allow the state legislatures to weigh in, 
and then they could make a determination to audit or re-audit or recertify. What I hear when you uh, play that clip of John Lauro saying, you know, Donald Trump just said, let's go with option D. It's Donald Trump said, let's go with criminal option D. A defense lawyer who makes a statement on behalf of their client, that is an admission. I don't know why John Lauro chooses to talk, um, but he should probably stop. All right. Guys, I want to thank you for hanging out tonight and every night, every time we get together. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. I can't do it without you. And we will win. Because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. If you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. Check out Brad Banyan on Monday. I'm going to be on the show. Shit, I always do that. I forget to plug that I'm going to be on Brad Bannon's show. God damn it. On Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be on Deadline DC. I love going on that show because we always have such a great conversation. I'm not just I'm not just saying it. What the hell is wrong with me? Why do I always forget? This is probably why I'm like I got to do more I got to get more promotion. Ah, whatever. I'll probably probably croak <laughs> before uh like uh, whatever before I open up this YouTube channel. All right, listen, listen, listen. Where is Ray Ray? I don't know. He's probably in the bedroom. Ray Ray. Ray. Hi, Ray. He's right here. See, he called. I speak his name, and there he is. Hi, Ray Ray. Come here. Ray Ray. There goes Booty. Ray Ray, come. Come here, baby. Let's see if I can put the cat cam on. Oh. Wrong camera. Ray Ray. It's not on. The cat camera's not starting up. What the hell? Ray Ray. Let's see if I can put the iPhone camera on. Oh, yes. That's the iPhone. Let's see. It's not working, though. Why won't it turn on? This is so bizarre. Booty. See, it's like frozen. Son of a bitch. All my cameras aren't working. All right, listen, 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 guys. You're the best. Thank you for hanging out. And thank you, Mark. Nice to see you again. Hope everything is well. Nice to thank you for hanging out. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Mark, for your super chat. Thank you, Haiku, for your, for your, uh, always for your support, always being there. And for your being a moderator in the chat room with Jim. Well, you're the moderator emeritus. 
of the Tarabuster world, the Tarabuster community. And yes, Robin, it's true. Booty and Ray Ray are playmates. They are. They're fun. They hang out together. They play together. They stay together. They chase each other. They're, they're good friends. It's nice to see. They're young. They're both pretty young. So Ray is like three now. They're little. And they both were born in the cemetery. So maybe Ray recognizes her smell or something. I don't know. I don't know how they think. They haven't told me. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. I got a lot of work to do. As always, I got to work on the so many things. Keep the show going and growing. I thank you for your support. I can't do it without you. I, and why would I want to? Let's uh, meet back here um, during the week as soon as we can. And always remember, we will win. We're on the right side of everything. Decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. I am feeling a little optimistic. What? Lock them up. Lock them up. Make America great. We stick together. We win. Thank you so much, guys. I'm going to go and I got to get the show ready for Progressive Voices. You can always give the show a good review on iTunes. You can tell Progressive Voices you enjoy Terror Buster. That helps, too. I don't know. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm going to go do something. I got to go watch. What am I going to watch on TV? I just need to go decompress to distract me from everything. Hopefully there's something good on. Thank you so much, guys, and I will see you very soon.